You get mad at me when I'm strong But the silhouette of my angel is the strongest You think me weak for being able to see this They brought me to this You have no control of it This is Lord G. Fanella, singer and songwriter. I'm happy to be here with you uh, this week. I had a lot going on last week. I had um, a medical procedure to go through to see how well I was doing. And um, I do have an inflamed liver, but I went to the doctors yesterday in this heat. So my nose is a little runny and I did my Flonase, but still within the hour so excuse me but um like I said I'm doing great um I do have still a slightly inflamed liver but it's not really bad and because uh, my voice again sorry because I'm working on it really well uh, we only anticipate more greatness toward my health so I'm really pleased, and no matter how I got here, whether it was through abuse or not, I still had to own it, how hard it can be to keep my weight down, how hard it can be to exercise, how hard it can be to get food down, how my body takes food and accepts it, which I'm the only one that can know that, I've learned, so even though it's something that I ordinarily would be able to eat of someone else, even though it's healthy food, let's say like butter or mayonnaise, I need to keep in mind how it makes my body feel, as though it's on fire sometimes. My skin was literally, literally burning the, the top layers of it pretty badly, and I just got lost in the fact that I had Hashimoto's and other women were going through similar things, and really find, found consolation to that. But I um, really had to just do what I can do for it and kind of set that aside a little bit and keep things that I knew that were affecting my body away from me. So certain oils and fats, really, it's like throwing gasoline on the, the flame in my body. So I have a feeling it'll be like that the rest of my life with everything I've tried. And I'm the only one that can know that, of course, I don't think there's any tests that say, yes, this is going to happen, don't do this, because it's just basically um, from what I've learned from my medical team, who are they're, they're very good. I have to really, in the long run, listen to my own body. So, so that that's what I'm doing, and I'm doing very well. Um, just eating all kinds of things that I ordinarily wouldn't wouldn't like to be my favorite, but I take it as a challenge because any of you that have followed me, let's say on some of my recipes that I've had at Lori Jean Fennell in the kitchen. I have, I have been exploring that for quite a long time, so I'm okay with the almond flour desserts and no refined sugar and uh, a lot of fruit. I like fruit, but it's getting creative. It's, it's learned to be creative. But um, I came up with a really cool song for you this week, and I had talked last week how much I like the composition of it. I still like it. Um, it's, it's still not as good, I think, as my song, A Dream, and... 
I'm really glad that I can differentiate between all the hard work I do with songs and which songs are the real good ones that I can produce and put out there, which I had talked about a dream, which I practiced again this morning. It's definitely finalizing down very nicely. And I'm making sure I give this song that time because there's far and few um, that come up that are that good that I want to put out there. And now that I'm feeling better and I can think better because what had happened, which I discussed with my medical team, the fact that the leakage from my head from all the head injuries from abuse leaked down into my throat and my nose is causing more brain damage so I couldn't think, which I didn't even think of that one, but I wouldn't know, I'm not a doctor. So that is what's been happening to me. So the Flonase actually from them telling me to take that and get out the Benadryl is really clearing up my thought processes too. So um, I'm singing better, thinking better, writing better, which is good. And of course you guys are supporting and listening to me so I know, okay, this is something I need to do. Tell a little bit about where my writing is coming from and how I'm doing in my health and journey because I use music to heal me. And of course nutrition and exercise and all kinds of other things. But um, this song um, is still really pretty. The writing is, is good. It, it definitely relates to a woman who maybe from my circumstance has been knocked around so much you can see the silhouette of, I could see the silhouette of my angel and um, kind of like seeing stars but you're seeing yourself. But I use it as a strength um, sort of thing where when I when it was happening for so long and I was running for so long to get away from it and I would just want to reiterate the fact that I was not living with an abuser. I had an abusive man um, force his way into my life and I ran to get away from him many times and not understanding why I couldn't get away from him um, would be the procedure of possible, possible human trafficking and how many people are involved and how bad that can make you look and how easily it is to cover it up. And um, I didn't have closeness with many people at the time and I don't know if that was worked upon as well, but it's just kind of how my life had happened at that point. And I enjoyed it being an independent woman. But so I use the, um, the strength of the silhouette of my angel to get through a lot of it, really. I. I knew that there was an outside source stronger than me, and of course you feel it many times when your your life's, uh, the life in your body is being knocked out of you. So that's where this song comes from, and I start out saying, you get mad at me when I'm strong, which, oh, is so true, so high on that uh, scale, but the silhouette of my angel is the strongest. So that force that is outside of us obviously is stronger than who we are, we're humans, and um, we're fragile, really. That force is so much stronger than us. And it really decides in the long run how things are going to turn out. You think me weak for being able to see this because I would get laughed at and and kind of teased to this. I can't think of the right word. Though you brought me to this, you have no control of it now, which is the main thing. Uh, any abuser... Now this could be um, a criminal, which mine was a, a is still is. Huh? I haven't put him away. But I mean, he's a criminal, and he wasn't a partner, which it sounds like he's a partner, but no, he forced his way into my life. But whether or not he's a partner or a criminal 
um, when you're, you're locked into a situation, there's always a sick mind who wants to have control of you. So this can really relate to many people. I'm stronger and higher than ever before. My future lies out of your hands now. I'm sitting in the silhouette of my angel. So that was my strength. You might do all these things to me. I mean, I would just put it aside, all the strength that he was supposed to take from me, and he was supposed to take my mindset, but he didn't. And he had very many people behind him helping him. I'm sure he still does, <laughs> which is sad that they haven't stopped him for what he does, but I'm sitting in the silhouette of my angel. So no matter how many people out there are doing bad things or are helping someone do bad things, they're not the strongest. We are just humans, and there is a force outside of us that is the strongest, and that's what kept me going. You laugh at me, call me a fool, though who's the fool now? You think you can toy the human state outside of your mindset. I always felt I was smarter than him. Obviously, I was smarter than him and them, because I wouldn't do something so stupid. When the end comes, you won't know because of all you've done, because they're so silly. A lot of these people do drugs and they do stupid things and they won't even know when all this stuff ends and they've wasted their time doing stupid things with me anyway. It all seems a waste to you now because they could see me getting stronger and stronger. They feared getting caught. They put so much time in manipulation, manipulation and planning into it that it, it became such a fear factor and that was my biggest hope. You're crying with frustration because you want me dead. It's like, I want this over. Even though we didn't get exactly what I wanted from her, though I, I believe they hid behind me to do more crime. Uh, they didn't get the ultimate of what they wanted, and now they have this woman out here who's smart, who talks about what's been done. And then, of course, coming from a spiritual sense, coming from me, I still have to hope for the best for you, though I don't want to. That's like every day. I can hear the calling for me to serve God for eternity because he's kept me alive for so long and whether I'm here or not, I, I know I have to serve him. It's out of my control now, so I thought that was pretty cool. But I learned that in writing at school, I came around 360. Not, as only, not only is this whole situation out of his control, the abuser and abusers, but now it's out of my control too because that higher power is also talking to me now. It's saying, okay, you know, this happened and I'm helping you, I'm keeping you alive and, you know, you're thriving, you're doing well. So now you're in my control and I accept that. And then, of course, I do the verse after that again. But I, um, I really thought that that would be something important to share. I thought that would be something good for women out there, especially... you're a mom because you need the strength unbelievably to be there for your children while this whole thing's going on it now I couldn't have the same mindset now that I had when I was running with my son and raising my son with all this going on because I constantly had my mind on my son trying to shield him but I, I'm sure that the higher power creeped in there and was giving me all the energy and the love and support that I needed to continue to run from these bad people. And I had to stop fighting them as far as 
trying to get them arrested or caught because that just wasn't going to happen for me at that time. And I certainly wasn't going to put my son in any situation where I, I was going to lose him because that's what happens with the retaliation factor. So it's really running and hiding and being strong enough and trying to incorporate yourself into a community uh, and look normal enough is, is what it's all about, really. And most people are afraid to get involved. So I, I'm just hoping that people understand I've been there. And even though it was hectic, I found the strength. And I didn't just use my strength. I, I would connect more with the higher power more. I didn't know anything about meditating, though I was always in my mind in that state, I feel. But I would definitely um, get more spiritual. I know the people that reached out to me the most, I think they were spiritually connected, though I still never told anyone exactly the, the full extent. Well, I didn't know exactly, but I, I never told anyone the full extent of the abuse I was going through at that time because not only was it frightening and people would feel they had to share it and it would cause me trouble but um, yeah people just couldn't understand really and I knew I had to be careful so as sh as as much of a shame as it was that was my case but everyone's situation is different I was really totally cut off from everyone and I hope that other people aren't, and I have told people to reach out to new people. And when you have a child, I, I once again, I just want to say that I know how hard it is because so many times it's so much better to be quiet and you're taking all the abuse and, and carrying it all on your back. But I did fight, and, and I wanted to intimidate them, and I did, and, and it can be done. And, and it's very physically painful, <laughs> physically painful, emotionally painful, because... Um, there was no love attachment there, but it, you're getting hurt emotionally by being taken down by the rest of the world because of the, the side that's taken with this kind of crime or crimes period, perhaps. And that, that's really hurt. It hurts a lot. And, you know, the whole time I was waiting to turn around and be validated for what I was going through. And I realized that that really wasn't going to be the most important thing to me once my son was raised. It was going to be how well I could get my body and my mind and what I could do to help other people as a result because I saw death so many times so close to me so that's where I ended up but I know you need to do what's important for you I can only speak from where I came from and maybe I'll be able to speak a little bit more for where others are coming from in the future but that's right where I am now locked in I'm still in my fight to to get healthy uh, both emotionally and physically. I think I do pretty good emotionally now, but I certainly have my, my days. So I hope you enjoy this song, and I haven't recorded it yet, so I'm going to do one of those things where I tell you um, it'll be there when you listen to it. So please stay safe and stay blessed and do what you feel is right for you. That's always the most important thing. Lord Jean Fanella sang a songwriter. I'm stronger and higher than ever before. My future lies out of your hands now. Sitting in the silhouette of my angel. 
make me call me a fool Though who's the fool now? Think you can toy with a human state outside of your mindset When the end comes you won't know because of all you've done It all seems to waste you now You're crying with frustration Because you want me dead I'm stronger and higher than ever before. Future lies out of your hands now. Sitting in the silhouette of my angel. I still have to hope for the best for you. I can hear the calling from me to serve God for eternity. It's out of my control now. I'm stronger and higher than ever before. Future lies out of your hands now. Sitting in the silhouette of my angel Silhouette of my angel